Tired of boring news? Fatuous facts? Ever heard of a snake worm? Butt science? Food crime? Estonian sports? Spanish art restoration? No facts. Just questions. Person in person. A news show. Subscribe. Please and thank you. Is there like a wolf howling in the background? What is... That's a baby. Oh, that's the baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's having Does a she rough not... night. Does she Can not you tell her to, to shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Mind, her, mind her own goddamn business. And, and there's our intro. Yeah. yeah. Matt go telling tell, a baby to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Go tell your infant she was out working and supporting the household, then she wouldn't be there making noise. All right. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from the Drunk Tank, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Oh, how's it going, guys? <laughs> He's, it's, it's happening, guys. It's happening. It's Tim Hansen's birthday, and uh, and he's celebrating it the only way he knows how. Getting absolutely tanked. Yeah. It is fate that your birthday wound up being in such close proximity with St. Patrick's Day every year. <laughs> yeah. It, it just took a long time before I was able to properly celebrate. Yeah. 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 But listen, that, that sixth birthday you had was magical. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you guys doing all right? Hanging in there? Yeah. Status check. Oh, you Solid. Know. I'm doing you know, okay. I'm, I'm doing. You're doing. I'm just. I'm just doing. Just hanging in there. Yeah. Holding on for dear life. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm holding on as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> it's. That's sort of the, the the status quo nowadays. Is just holding on for dear life. See what happens. <laughs> but we're gonna try and have a good time here. So welcome to the Brose Podcast. Available as always. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. If you've listened to our show before, you know that the premise of the program is that we answer questions from you, the gentle listeners, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé most of the time. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Dot com. Before we get to those questions, let's discuss what we are drinking tonight. And Tim Hansen, I'd be remiss if we didn't start with you because it is, in fact, your birthday session. We are celebrating your day of birth. Mazel tov to you. What are you drinking? I, of course, in my normal uh, fashion, am drinking a wonderful scotch. It is, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation. I think it's tomatin. Mm. Um, it's a Highland single malt scotch whiskey. This was a present from one Paul McAndrew, uh, mm. for being in one of his groomsmen, mm. which I think was way too much for a groomsman present, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> uh, and it is delicious. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So it- Hi- Hi- Highland, Highland scotches are, are, are definitely fantastic in my book. I haven't had one that I haven't liked yet. Delicious, man. Delicious. Enjoy that scotch. Uh, you know, savor it every drop. You've earned it. Yeah, 
You have, man. You survived another year. Uh, <laughs> it was the hardest one yet. Drink. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking. Um, it is called Altered Dimension. Rose. Holy shit! No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's it's got this trippy bottle uh, oh, that, that like is the reason why I bought it. <laughs> Matt, you're not also drinking the same one. <laughs> No, I'm actually also drinking your scotch, though. Oh, all right. Adorable. Yeah. I love it. I know. <laughs> uh, so, Sean, what are your uh, first impressions of this wine? Uh, it's fruity. It's nice. It is. It's a nice wine. I think it it would be really good. It's a nice summer wine. It's a little bit cold for it right now, I think, but it's nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to your dueling opinions on this uh, as the evening progresses. Uh, I am drinking uh, Rose d'Anjou. Sure, uh, it is a uh, is a rosé, duh, and uh, and it is fifty percent Gamay grapes and fifty percent Grolu grapes. Uh, I apologize to both regions for my <laughs> just absolute massacring of that those names, uh, but it is it's pretty good so far. I've only had a couple of sips. Um, it is a beautiful this beautiful rosé according to the bottle is crisp with strawberry and raspberry aromas is to be sure served chilled uh which is 50 to 54 degrees which i guess is chill but i you know our fridge doesn't isn't at, set at 50 to 54 degrees it's set at you know 38 or 40 or something like that should be around so, 45 uh, well it's not <laughs> well, that's, then then your uh fridge is breaking uh health and safety violations it's breaking health well they, they don't report me to uh, the health inspector when they come by my house uh all right tim you have our first set of questions correct i do and it's got my name on it so i just feel so special thank uh-huh. you barry <laughs> all right let's get it on what's our first question all right, so this one, I don't actually know what the question is supposed to be, so I'm just going to assume this is if we were to date, uh, it, to see if us bros would be compatible matches. Uh, if you want to find out if you'd be a good romantic match with someone, ask them, do you like horror movies? Have you ever traveled around another country alone? And wouldn't it be fun to chuck it all and just go live on a sailboat? 32% of successful couples on OKCubic agreed on all three of those questions. That's a 3.7 times more likely than random chance would predict. I feel like this question's targeted at someone here. <laughs> I mean, um, it's not me. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I couldn't guess who it would be. Uh, All right, so let, let's break it down. Do you like horror movies? Yes. No. Yeah. Totes. It's- no. Right, that was easy. Uh, have you ever have you ever traveled around another country alone? No. no. Uh not really. Like I've been to another country and then left the group I've been with and meandered. So yeah, See, that, you have... I would take that as a yes. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. Or at least closest to a yes as our uh tax bracket would allow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would go with no. Okay. And wouldn't it be fun to chuck it all and go live on a sailboat? No. No, no <laughs> sailboats are so much damn work. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about... I like having, like, solid ground and not falling over and shit rolling <laughs> off my table because we got hit by a wave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 
I, I'm I'm trying to figure out what the science is behind these questions. Like, do you like horror movies? That's okay. Yeah, sure. That's that's a good question to ask because I I do enjoy them. If somebody doesn't, and I want like, yeah, you kind of both want to be able to agree on that. Um, agreeing on living on a sailboat. That's kind of like, do you ever just want to get away and live by yourself? Kind of question. But like, what does have you ever traveled around another country alone? have to do with being a match with someone adventurous mm-hmm. or not adventurous spontaneous so that that's they it it says that the people agreed on them not necessarily that they both said yes but their answers were congruous with each other but, yeah but that like and it, it, this goes to uh how how you had uh responded to sean's answer of well within our tax bracket i've never even been out of the country if i were I probably would have gone to another country and traveled alone for a while. But, like, I've never... I mean, I've been to Canada. That doesn't count. Um, but like, I count it. I count it. It was it was on a family trip, and we went to Niagara Falls. It really... Mm-hmm. And my uncle used to live in Vermont, and we went to the Botanical Gardens near there in, in Canada. Like, we, we spent maybe a day there. Okay. Totally. So that's why I don't really count it. Um... But, like, I just, I don't understand, like, I, I I have not been able to leave the country, so I, truthfully, my answer is no, but I would like to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, you know, if it if it suits compatibility, it suits compatibility. I have, you know, yeah. I'm not going to try pretend that I know to delve into the psychological science on this, but uh, but uh, what what I think uh, is the, the main takeaway is that um, I'm a romantic match with none of you. Uh, every one of you enjoys uh, horror movies and I just do not care for them me and Richie are match made in heaven mm-hmm. yeah 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 just 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 smooching a lot of smooching gonna be happening. All, all the smooching like that's that that's really all, that that's all that happens it. Yeah. yeah that explains it yeah it's like why it. why are they smooching so much and it's because of these three questions yeah Surprise. yeah it's gonna be a two of you smooching uh, and then me in the corner with a set of binoculars for some reason <laughs> keeping an eye on things all right so what uh, we got next on the next one are you a rick or are you a morty morty a morty so rick's a sociopath yeah yeah <laughs> i'm i'm a morty i don't watch the show and i know i'm a morty oh jeez oh jeez rick <laughs> uh, tim's, uh, tim's just smiling because he's like well i know i'm a bad person in this group <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting to see what else we would say before I say I'm a Rick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, f- I found like the specifically about people who I think are, are more like Rick's is that they're generally the worst people that I know. Um, <laughs> you know le- least desirable for both friendships and romantic partners. Um, and uh, honestly, most likely to be uh, the least successful in life. So, Tim, who are you again? Yeah, I'm definitely a Rick. <laughs> <laughs> to a T, bro. Mm-hmm. Why are you a Rick? Uh, I I don't necessarily like. Yes, Rick is totally a douche in a lot of situations, but I see that as just like him being a complete cynic and having proven himself right about all of those garbage things so many times that he's just like, no, I'm not. No, if you if you want to waste your time on this bullshit, that's gonna go out. Great, go for it. And uh, that's kind of how I approach most situations. It's just. <laughs> This is a waste of time. Why are we doing this? Fuck this. And then when it goes wrong, it'll be like, see? <laughs> uh, so yeah, just an, an extreme amount of cynicism 
and uh, general disdain for dumbness. <laughs> disdain <enough>. for dumbness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Tim Anson story. And I like to drink. Yeah, fair, fair. Fair. <laughs> Just yeah. al- always with a flask on hand in case you need a nip. Um, and t- Tim, you tend to always drool out the one side of your mouth just all the time. Only when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you don't have hair right now, but if it were, it would, it would be blue. Yeah, Tuts. definitely. Tuts. I'm yeah. surprised you haven't like dyed the beard yet. <sighs> I wish I was that skinny and tall. <laughs> or even I wish I was skinny, skinny and tall and 70 years old. Not uh, that part. I'll skip that only, part. If only. Oh, yeah, dare to dream. Sean's uh, already 70 years old. Any more Rick and Morty bits? Uh, no. I think you all I think you all said you were Mortys, and then I'm just sitting here laughing my ass off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, I didn't want to be the villain of the TV show. <laughs> Hello. I'm not a villain. I'm an anti-hero. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what is uh what is our next question? Uh how much weight do you think you can lift? <gasps> Country strength. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, lift hmm. lift how? Like let's let's define a lift. Like am I am I curling this? Am I bench pressing this? So, am so- I just picking it up off the ground? Say you just went food shopping and it was a big food shopping trip. And you're grabbing all the bags for one trip back to the door. <laughs> How much weight are all those bags? Well, that's oh, that's not the right way to look at it because regardless of weight, the answer is all of it at once. <laughs> Clearly, like, the, the, I ain't no two is, trip, bitch. It's the Hoobastank uh, symbol. It's the infinity. Like uh, <laughs> whatever it is, the answer is more. See, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, just I, I assume the most practical way of looking at it would be like the practical application of lifting, which is like picking up a you know, a box or a, a package of some sort. Uh, and I, boy, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess the closest comparable is, uh, dead, deadlifting. Uh, but it has been so long since I did <laughs> any sort of deadlifting, uh, that I don't know what it would be right now. I think it's less than I think. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. I have an idea. I'm like, I could probably yeah. like lift like, I don't know, 200 pounds, but I'm like, nah. Oh, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Two> <laughs> My I mean, God. It, all, it all depends on how big it is and like what shape it is. I just had a back spasm thinking about two hundred pounds. <laughs> uh, I was I was gonna like float around one fifty. I feel seems... like that's a comfortable spot where I would not have a significant issue lifting it up. Because and I'm just picturing picking up another human being, and it's like right around one fifty is when that starts getting weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When it starts getting weird, I would argue <laughs> yeah. that picking up another human is is weird all the time. Listen, <laughs> right. probably right. If they're a baby. Yeah, that's a very heavy that's, baby. That's a big baby. That's a huge baby. Uh, yeah, that baby's on like, Maury. I'm like picking up my future son or daughter, and I'm going like, mm, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with like oh, 100 to 150, like a huge birth, because I just don't. I don't know, like. I, I don't know. I have, I have no way of knowing. I would say 100 to 150. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably in, in, in that range. Like I could probably easily lift 150. Um, for how long? Well, that, that raises another, that's a whole nother question. Probably mm-hmm. like quick lift and drop, but like, yeah, I could probably get 150. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the heavy lifting crew, the Brose podcast, the heavy lifting crew. We're all so strong. I'm going to hire you all for the uh, Hanson Country Strength Moving Company. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Say, yeah. The Hanson Country Strength Moving Company. And it's just a picture of Tim with like a single uh, straw of grain out the side of his mouth. <laughs> uh, lift it. You know, just, just you holding know, a whole couch in one hand. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. A, cow, yeah, a, uh, a cow in one hand and a beer in the other. I said couch. <laughs> you know, cow's better. Yeah, but I meant what I said. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what's next, Tim? Uh, next question. What game do you dominate? Boy. Um, Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah without a question. Yeah. I'm very good at it. <laughs> I, I used to think I was good at Mario Kart until we started having like big groups of people play together. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I suck at Mario Kart. Hmm. Or I don't suck, but like, I'm not as good at Sean. No, Mario Kart is, I, I genuinely like it because it's a game, like, I usually win, but it's a game that's like, it's, I like the randomness of it mm-hmm. because it's like, I can still lose and that's fun too. <laughs> you know, I still had a good time. Yeah, if you're just constantly winning, then it's just less entertaining. Every exactly. Time. It's like it's the only game that I'm like very good at that I feel like I can play with pretty much anybody, and we all still have a good time. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Tim? Uh, I don't know if there's really a game I dominate necessarily. There's a bunch of games I play a lot, and I'm I'm relatively good. Uh, but it's been a long time since I've been able to dominate Unreal Tournament or Halo. I haven't played those in years. What about board games? But board board games? I have a very weird winning streak <laughs> in Monopoly. There you go. You dominate. But how do you? That's that's largely luck. Like that's a roll of the <laughs> dice. I don't consider that dominating. Munchkin. Uh, I dominate in Munchkin. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And Rich? Uh, hmm. I'd have to say, although this is a cooperative game, um, we tend to win whenever I'm playing it, and it's the board game called Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who haven't played, it's there's there's a viral epidemic pandemic going in the in the in the world in this game, and you have to go and and. Uh, cure everyone and like find the cure and there's three different four different strains you have to find the cure for each one there's four different colors it's it's really cool really interesting and you you tend to always work together and like i get very strategic when the further the game goes and unfortunately start telling everyone like here's what you need should do here's what you should do here's what you should do (laughs) and then we win (laughs) i rule a taboo Everyone else can go to hell. Dude, I'm so good at Taboo. <laughs> I don't Dude, have have I ever played Taboo? I don't think I did. Yeah, no, we played at um Sea Isle the one year. Oh wait, that's the one where it's the three rounds and it's all the same cards? No. That's no, no, monikers. No, this, that's monikers. This is like one of the first or second times we went down. It's uh where they like you have to get your teammate to say a word that's on the card, but there's a whole list of things you can't say. Oh yeah, I'm bad at that because I'm bad at words. <laughs> yeah, man. Taboo is my game. Uh, Monikers is a close second, but I don't I don't dominate in that the way that I do at Taboo. 
that's pretty much it. Like I, I don't really, there's no other game. Like there's no sport that I dominate at. There's sports that I'm pretty good at and there are video games that I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at and there are card games that I'm pretty good at. Uh, the only one that I routinely am either winning or near the, the top of the, the standings in is Taboo. Monikers is definitely a front runner of another game I dominate at. Yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm usually. I we. I we tend to only play this when we go down to Cape May Phase Ten when we're playing games with, with Jenna and her family. But uh, I don't think I've ever finished a game. But I have been one of the furthest in the cards generally when I play. <laughs> uh, any other games that you dominate, or shall we move on? I don't think there are. I no. used to be really good at um, uh, the the original Super Mario. Like in college, we used to speed run it. Like before I knew what speed running was, we would just be like, who can beat it the fastest? And I think my fastest ever was like six or seven minutes. It was something wild. That's, that's very, very fast. <laughs> God, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. That, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to dominate Super Mario Brothers, but not anymore. I can't do it anymore. Sometimes practice. Get him back in the game. Yeah. (laughs) Can't speed run the whole game, but he can reach back and like finish like one level. Like like the seasoned veteran in baseball, like he just reach back and throw strokes occasionally. Sean can reach (laughs) back and like, you know, just roast a level in five seconds. (laughs) Once, once, Once in a while. Boom. Tim, what's next? All right. Next up. What is something that you've done that you'd try to dissuade anyone from doing? Um, jumping into the river at Point Park in Pittsburgh. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> That's a bad move. I was sick for like a week afterwards. Only a week is a minor miracle. <laughs> I, yeah, it is. It was a, such a bad decision. It's like the Scoogle, but like slightly not as bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slightly better. Uh, Tim, I know you've got a good answer for this. <laughs> I know. To... And I, I don't know what the answer is, but I know you have a good answer. He's, he's the, trying, to trying to figure to... out which one to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I've which... been thinking, I read ahead and I've just been like, dude, I, I, I don't know which one to go with. Which one? Do you... Well, just pick one that's still uh, legal in this jurisdiction. <laughs> I mean, most of them are still legal. Mm, um, sure. Ah, fuck. I had one. And now all these jokes have made me forget. Uh, I'm just going to go with the easy one of uh, don't, dip your, don't dip your pen in the company ink. Mm. Uh, don't sleep with coworkers, especially if they are either also managers or are your manager. Uh, it, it usually doesn't work out. Don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> noted noted won't, okay won't do it but, yeah yeah those days are over for me then officially now that tim has said it <laughs> yeah, as of this moment yeah this is it rich what about you um don't buy a house before you're 30 if you're single <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's you get what's the best way, best way to put it uh like you you get locked down so much from buying a house. Like you can't move around. You can't like, I can't change my lifestyle now unless I try to sell this house and this house is not going to sell. Like mm. I, I, I could have just flat out abandoned the house 
fuck my credit up and just go somewhere if I wanted to. But like my life changed drastically when I bought this house and in order to like, I don't know if, if I were to meet someone who lives an hour away, they would have to move here. I wouldn't be able to, to move to that. Mm. Like it's, it's too much of a, not really too much of a responsibility. Like you can handle it when you're, when you're single and before 30, but it's like, you, you, you just, you can't like your, your life just can't change once that, once you hit that point, kind of I'm, like, unless you're just made of money, which I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just balling out. Yeah. Man. Uh, I have nothing. Every decision I made is perfect. Next question. Um, <laughs> Boy, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of minor things, like, I, I guess. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. Whether you're drinking, uh, whether, whether you're having uh, alcohol before the age of 21 or after the age of 21, um, don't let vodka be the first drink you have. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Because if, if, if vodka is the first drink you have, like, you're already enticed by it because it's one of the cheaper liquors and everything, and it, it, it goes well with everything. Um, but, uh, the, the odds are if it's the first time you're drinking, you don't exactly have the money or the wherewithal to be purchasing anything beyond like, I don't know, Burnett's Popov, something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, not to overuse the South Park meme, but as the South Park meme, uh, the skiing guy goes, you're going to have a bad time. So <laughs> don't allow that to be the first, uh, alcoholic beverage that you ever have. That's a good one. No vodka. Yeah. Yeah. No vodka. I remembered what my other one was going to be. Don't walk home at two in the morning in sub 20 degree weather along the side of a highway for three miles with a t-shirt on. Don't do it. I don't recommend it. (laughs) That sounds awful. Why? (laughs) Sounds very specific. (laughs) It it was a very bad (laughs) night and it was very specific. You just saved somebody a lot of pain. It was very, very cold. And also, don't leave your keys in someone else's car that is still in Westchester when you do that. There's a lot of stipulations Cause, to this particular Because then you can't get in the house, and then it's still cold. <laughs> uh, all right, what do we got next, Tim? Uh, next up is, do you save the hangers that sometimes come with clothes or toss them? Get rid of them. Yeah, I usually try to not take them home. Mm-hmm. Either either yeah. give them away to like Goodwill or you know a uh, you know another donation center or clothing bank or whatever or just get rid of them. I, yeah. I don't need more hangers in my life. We but, have enough. Everyone has yeah. enough. You have enough hangers. Everyone, you don't need the to keep the ones that the clothes come with. Period. I promise. Yes. Hangers are so inexpensive. Just buy a bunch, and you'll well, never have to worry about it again. They're, exactly. They're inexpensive because they're free. Come on now. That's why you <laughs> save them. Like, so Richie, is that your answer? You keep it. It's I. It, it depends on the clothes. Like if it's like just a t-shirt, I try to just make sure they keep them because the t-shirt's going to go in a drawer. But if it's like a button-down shirt or something that you hang, I try to keep them because I try to bring them home and keep them because I'll hang it on those. Like I, I don't. I've, I've never had to buy hangers in my life because I've always just brought home the hangers from whatever department store. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Well, 
I mean, listen, if you like wasting space in your house, then I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the only hangers I've kept have been like for suit jackets or something like that because it's a really nice hanger for that jacket so the shoulders don't get all fucked up you don't end up with some weird straight line crease across the back mm-hmm. and sometimes they give you those wooden ones yeah, yeah those are sick mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're, those. they're usually longer so that you can like put your your pants in the loop as well oh, yeah 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 the high quality pieces of machinery mm-hmm. high tech all right uh next question is What's your go-to Mario Kart character, we, and which are, one do you, you rationally dislike? <laughs> we are breezing through these we questions, are flying. guys. Yeah, we we this is the penultimate question. Mm. Penis ultimate question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think uh, Tim might just be looking forward to the last question. I don't well, know I'm trying to allot forty five minutes for the last question. But, uh, <laughs> so, Tim, what's your fa- what's your go to Mario Kart character? Uh, <laughs> my my go to Mario Kart character is Black Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just always is. I've even in the original Mario Kart, I was always Yoshi. And then when you could start selecting colors, it's just like the one color that no one ever picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, no, always Black Yoshi. Uh, Black Yoshi. And which one do I rationally dislike? Uh, Matt, what do you play as? <laughs> uh, Black Yoshi, incidentally. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Uh, I usually play as Wario. Wario. Uh, no, uh, Wario is fine. Uh, Toadette. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's no reason behind it. It's just like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Toadette. <laughs> Or Fair like Tanuki Mario. Tanuki! Sean? My go-to is Waluigi. And you want to know why? It's because Matt plays as Wario all the time. And I used to... When I when I played the N64 one, I used to always be Wario. But I was like, oh no, Matt's already got Wario locked down. So I'll be Waluigi. I need to be a heavy character. Mm-hmm. And I would need to... <laughs> so I was like, I'll be Waluigi. Is so Waluigi I, a heavy character? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he's, so. I think he is because he's tall. So yeah, he, he, he has that extra weight. Tall. He's uh, a big boy. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I always play as as Waluigi, and then uh, I irrationally just like Mario because I think it's such a like it's so boring. Like who is who's going to be Mario? <laughs> you know what I you mean? Know, you know who it is? <laughs> Herbs, Herbs, snitches, losers. Basics, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, all of them. The worst character in the game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Rich. Yes. Uh, so it's always Link. I'm always Link. Um, before there was Link, I was always Larry because his name's Larry. Come on. <laughs> but but now that there's Link, I'm always Link. Um, it, it, yeah, it's there's no actual like strategic reason to it either it's just like i like link so i'm gonna be him <laughs> yeah well it's uh, like it's cool it's cool novelty yeah um and then hate is just any of the baby characters <laughs> oh i love being baby luigi he's so small <laughs> <laughs> i started being baby luigi when playing uh battle mode with with my wife and uh and she hates it uh <laughs> This has uh, driven her enjoyment of Mario Kart down at least fifteen percent. Uh, my, as I said, my favorite character is is 
Wario, that's my go-to. Um, just Wario on his little sport bike and little tiny tires. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and uh, and my my rational dislike, in spite of my my slandering Mario earlier, my rational dislike is a tie between all the Koopa kids. There's too many of them. Uh, this, this is five of them. Like, I'm sorry, nobody was clamoring for every single boss from Super Mario World to be in this game. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just there. There's it's unnecessary. Just get rid of them. <laughs> Yeah, trim I the fat. It. There's already like 95 Mario Kart characters. Maybe we could get by with like one Koopa kid or none of them because it was Baby do, Bowser. Do they do they have Baby Bowser in Mario Kart? They did for Double Dash. I'm pretty sure they do for. Um, I don't see anybody playing as him, but I'm pretty sure they do for for Mario Kart Eight. I'm starting to think he's not even in that. I just yeah. don't care about the Koopa kids, so I don't know. Yeah, so just crush all the Koopa kids together into Baby Bowser and then call it a day. <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah. Get rid of like nine characters that way. Agreed. Um, all right, Tim, let's go to the the grand finale. Uh, what we all came here to see. <laughs> are, are, are you ready for the final prepared question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is everyone's favorite thing about me? About his commitment you? to bre- his commitment to brevity. So let's wrap this one up. And touche, uh, <laughs> touche. What is everyone's favorite thing about Timmy? About favorite thing. I love so many things about Tim. Aw, so so this is actually my least favorite question because, as we've discussed, someone who doesn't really take compliments or does not have high uh, viewpoints of themselves, like every comment, every compliment they get is just like, "Aw, I appreciate your sweet lie," but I know it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> not that I think you guys are bullshitting me. It's just like <laughs> I'm not good at taking legitimate compliments. Mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I, I genuinely admire. This is something that like Tim is is. This is not to to put down anybody else that I am friends with. Tim is one of the most genuine. I've said this a few times. Like if if you don't like somebody, like I will know that you don't like somebody. But if you like someone, like you are committed to that person. And if somebody is important to you, you go out of your way. Like I, I will always remember uh, when my my wife and I first started dating. Uh, this always resonates with her and, and always resonates with me. Like you sought her out. Uh, and like, this is Jenna. Like she knew some of the people that we were, that we partied with and hung out with, but she was still getting her, you know, this is the first time we, that we were doing it while we were dating. She's still kind of uncomfortable. And you sought her out and like gave her a hug and said, hello. And every time you saw her from like the, you know, that point on, you would always seek her out and give her a hug. even when people were still getting to know her. Um, and it was very clear that it was like, you're, you're an important person to me or you're an important person to my friend. So therefore you're important to me and I'm going to make a point to make you feel wanted. Um, and that always resonated with me is the fact that like the people who are important to you, you keep very close and you make sure that they know that you are important to them. And that's, uh, that's very, that's something I've always very genuinely admired about you. And that's when Matt knew he loved Jenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Tim approved. <laughs> Tim approved, and I knew it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you guys? I like how smart Tim is in a sneaky way. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is such a good way of putting it. <laughs> kind of intelligence that just like creeps up on you. <laughs> well no it's just it's just tim kind of falls into like the goofy that like goofy dum-dum kind of persona a lot but there is so much I, I like just like especially with the podcast just watching you like 
think things through is is wild. Like you are just so much more thoughtful than you let on. And I really think that's that's something I really appreciate about you. How thoughtful you are, I think, is what I'm trying to get at. That's what it is. Sneaky smart. Oh, thanks. I I appreciate that a lot. And uh that's I uh, wow, I think I brought this up maybe third or fourth session but that was like something something that like makes you sad is uh and something along those lines i've definitely talked about this story but like i i hate when someone and i'm genuinely hurt when someone legitimately thinks i'm stupid it's like mm-hmm. yeah i can be funny and i can be derp and the dumbass but like when when someone like legitimately is just like oh you know how that works and i'm just like go fuck yourself what the fuck was that <laughs> It's right. like I love being funny and goofy because that's easy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of masks, a lot of uh, a lot of sides to that personality. Rich, yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about Tim is his butt. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, legitimately, like it's like I'm, I'm. I've been trying to think of something like profound that like you guys have been saying, and what you guys are saying are awesome things that I do like that are favorite things about Tim, but it's also your willingness to discuss with deferring viewpoints, whether or not you're going to ever change your mind or not, you're still willing to talk about it. Like we, we had that discussion with the gun control forever back and, and, mm-hmm. and anytime like me, you disagree with someone, you're open to talk about it, whether or not you think your opinion is going to change, you're still open to talk about it. And, like, there's there's people out there that sit there and just, like, the second you disagree with them, they're like, no, fuck you, buddy, you're an asshole. Whereas you're like, let's have a drink. And then I'll call you an asshole. And then you'll call <laughs> me an asshole. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very much like Philip DeFranco in that let's, let's have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sorry, did Philip DeFranco turn into Andrew Cuomo when I wasn't looking? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever listened to Andrew Cuomo talk. So eh, just turn on the news at any point during the last week. You'll probably have <laughs> yeah, given everything that's going on in the last week. Oh, I know what's going on. I just haven't listened to him talk about it. You're better yeah. off for it. Uh, and okay, Tim, it says, what is everyone's favorite thing about Tim? So um, we're all ears. My favorite thing about me is the company I keep and appreciate which kind of goes back to you, Matt, is, is with, without you guys, without, uh, my wife, your wives, uh, family and everybody else, I, I don't think I would be anywhere close to the person I am. And this is like an interview question where you're like, what's your weakness? And you turn your weakness (laughs) into a strength and yeah, blah, blah, blah. So. I'm waiting for Tim to say like my my least favorite thing about me is that I work too hard. Um, <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> I'm, too, um, I'm a so, perfectionist. <laughs> I I guess yeah. So if if I'm actually talking about me, my favorite thing about me, I would probably just say flexi- my f- flexibility, mm-hmm. not physical flexibility. Yeah, that, that's out the window. Um, the, these joints can't do that no more. But um. <laughs> Just uh, situational, uh, situational flexibility with like when shit goes wrong. It's just like, all right, well then, now we're doing this and now we're doing this, and I don't get stuck in the details. And I think that has made 
social life and work life and everything just uh, easier to work with and has uh, done me very well. But also just uh, social flexibility. We've t- uh, we've talked about. I, I I've been called a social chameleon. Less the social mutter butterfly and more the chameleon in that I can walk into any room and figure out how to fit. And uh, I think that has worked out well for me. Nice. I would hundred percent agree. You're my peeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I hundred percent agree with that. Like in every like. You've been with several different you know, types of my friends, and you're again, you fit in well with pretty much everybody that I've ever brought you around to. And, you know, as I'm showing you off, you know, with you on my arm, uh, you know, my 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 I tro- make great arm candy, my trophy friend. Um, <laughs> so, but no, no, like that's a, a very a very astute observation that I would 100 percent agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love you, buddy. Oh, I love you. We all love you. Yeah. We love you. Timmy. Aww, go make me cry. Yeah. I'm going to love you even more watching uh, Tim and Rich smooch like crazy later. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It, it's, it, it's been weird lately because face mask, social distancing. So, like, we're mm. not as much smooching as, as just, like, Nuzzling rubbing and... our faces <laughs> on each other. Yeah. My, 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 gen, my, my, right as a close second behind my, my love for how genuine you are as, as a friend and, and how genuinely you keep people close to you. A close second was, like, you're, you're how down you are to Mac. <laughs> just at all times listen i'm a flirt what can i say <laughs> uh and with that we have run the gamut of questions correct him uh yeah i actually have a gambit uh not a gambit a question to pose uh yeah. since we we burned through those so quickly okay sure so this is less of a take and just a general discussion topic is uh what do you think about the uh, Seuss Foundation decided to not publish those six books anymore. It's gotten like a bunch of their books in the top 50 on Amazon. So it was a, a <laughs> phenomenal uh, marketing ploy by them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, so I've, I actually was thinking about this cause I was like, I think I have, I think I had a take and it was about this and it was just that it's nonsense. Like it's not worth, it's not, <sighs> I think it's a good decision by the Seuss Foundation to to like recognize that maybe certain things that are a little bit it's fine. I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's fine. Who gives a shit? Like it's not like they're saying doctors cuz conservatives generally are being like Dr. Seuss is canceled. But it's like no. There's some racist shit. They don't need it and they're in like some lesser known books. I think mm-hmm. the the most the most well known was was is um the the, the mulberry cat street ran the zoo. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that I saw so the like, mulberry street. Yeah. yeah, and like so, but like they're not. I don't know. It's it's they're making a business decision. What that's that is, that's you know it's free market capitalism at its finest. They're making a business mm-hmm. decision that like well, these books aren't you know aren't great. They don't have the best. Uh, it's also messages. it's also it's also a an easy business decision um, to get some free pub because, like you said, um, the there um, several of Doctor Seuss's books are now in the top uh, sellers on Amazon at least, and I guarantee you they're not making a sacrifice to. Not, if anyone, I guarantee you, if 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 
I ran the zoo or to think I saw it in Mulberry Street was in the top 10 of best selling Dr. Seuss books. I, I will pay some I will pay them a billion dollars. There's just <laughs> no there's just no chance that that was their moneymaker. Like they're not anyone's favorite. They're not uh, top sellers. So, of course, just get rid of them, like put it all towards more copies of the Sneeches. <laughs> yeah, it, it it this also just proves that no one knows how to do research even further. Um, because it, it's just, the, the Seuss foundation is the, is our, is the group that's decided we're just going to not make these books. And everyone turns around, Oh, Dr. Seuss is canceled. Dr. Seuss themselves decided not to make those books. Not somebody else wrote a thing and somebody else made them not make those books. The Seuss foundation themselves were like, we're just, these books are not good. So let's just get rid of them. It's the same thing as Hasbro doing the Mr. Potato Head. Like it's Mr. Potato Head is still around. They're just changing the toy line from Mr. Potato Head to the Potato Head toy line. Mr. Potato Head is still being developed just as Mrs. Potato Head is still being developed. But everyone's freaking out. Oh, you're taking Mr. Potato Head away and you're getting rid of him. Like, no, do some research. They're just changing the name of the toy line and, and, and targeting it as a more non-binary thing. Like they're just, taking away the bed but it's all still the same well, the, the potato head thing isn't even that's not it's not bad that it was mr potato head but there is like mrs potato head exists mm-hmm. so it's just like this is just everything is potato heads now well, yeah yeah and that's that like <laughs> no one understands that they sit there and they say oh you're you're taking away our rights by getting rid of the mister on the potato it's like well no it's just the generic toy line now like hasbro did it themselves like Everyone is out there freaking out that somebody made them do this. It's like, no, Hasbro made this decision. The Dr. Seuss Foundation made this decision. No one's being canceled. Mm-hmm. It's just certain books are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's been my general takeaway is the first thing I saw was all the backlash before I even saw the article. I was just like, oh, shit, did I did I miss like an entire movement mm-hmm. or like all this stuff? And it's like, no, there wasn't no. one. Like, oh, so all these people are just dumb and freaking out yeah. about nothing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah essentially. A nice change there, of pace for America. There, yeah, yeah, there right? are real things happening, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, And that's, think... that's my favorite part, is there are so many other things that you can focus on and be angry about or be upset about. <laughs> I hate saying for, on both sides, but on both sides, there are much bigger things. And it's like, that this is the thing that you want to, like, die on that hill? And there was one, I, I saw one today blaming Biden for this. And I was like, yeah, you, you realize that, mm-hmm. that there was no movement. There was no call to arms. There was no, like, F you or anything like that. Th- 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 there is no political, like, Dr. Seuss, stop these books or none of that shit. Like, it's literally just the company is like, ah, oh, the optics on these books is probably not great. We should probably just not make them anymore. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, uh, I, I have no problem with a private company deciding that they are no longer going to produce something that they came up with. Yeah. That is their yeah. right. So well, it's, it's the same off. thing as, like, when Twitter uh, took Trump off, everyone was like, what about free speech? It's like, well, this, that's not what it is, guys. No, yeah. It's, it's... it's a private company making a business decision, period. Tuts. I don't know. It's, uh, there's, it, yeah. It, like the thing that like drives me most nuts and upsets me most about this Seuss situation is that I see a lot more 
like liberal, like Democrat leaning people also pissed off at this. Like they're like it. That's usually like the conservative side and the Republican side mad that somebody's being canceled. Somebody's canceling something. But like now I see like the like and they're older people. They're 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 like like one of them was my fourth grade teacher, and she's like upset that they're like canceling Dr. Seuss. And I just want to be like, Mrs. D, like no, they, look into it. You're a teacher. You under you understand progress and change, like. Look into it real quick. It just like that's that's also just like getting to me. Like uh, it's annoying. And I I love the responses when you try to engage anyone on the topic. They just assume they're being attacked. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, yeah, I I got into a small debate on Facebook with uh, somebody uh, of the older generation, Mm -hmm. and essentially the the only point I had was he was he was just like oh so i can't get these six books but i could still buy mein kampf on amazon and barnes and noble i was like uh i mean that's that's a bit apples and oranges mm-hmm. and he's just like oh is it apples and oranges because well his first response was just a uh hmm no and that was <laughs> it and then uh he edited it to add like a legitimate response i was like oh okay <laughs> Thank you for at least doing that. But his response was like, oh, is it apples and oranges? Because uh, Hitler was overt and uh, Geisel was more subliminal and like not as like used more tact. I was like, I mean, yes. And then tried to paint it as I was saying that Geisel was worse than Hitler. I was like, (laughs) and the first thing I put in my response was literally no one has ever said that. But that's just nuts. And then I, because the first part of my statement was, hey, I think this might be an overreaction. Do I think they should have stopped publicizing, like publishing them? No, I, I, I don't really care. I don't have a horse in the game, so it doesn't matter to me. It might have been a slight overreaction, but that's also because I grew up on them, and it's that mentality of like, well, I turned out fine, but I realize that just because I turned out fine doesn't mean it didn't help to add to some small biased racism or like subtle racism that has been built into me since I read all of these books and raised around those things. Like when I think in the one book, it's just like, and then you have a China man and he's just got that Oriental hat and chopsticks and he's running Mm -hmm. with a bowl of noodles. It's like, yeah, if I think Chinese, one of the first things that pops into my head is chopsticks because that's how we were raised. Does that mean that's a good thing? No. Does that mean it's a terrible thing? Eh, <laughs> but it's not great. It's not ideal. No. It's not ideal. Uh, so, like, it, it was just the whole conversation of, like, listen. Like, I, I, I agree this might have been a step too far, but comparing it to Mein Kampf is disingenuous. Mm-hmm. And then we got into that whole argument. But his immediate reaction was, like, he was attacking me because he thought i was attacking him and he's just like oh i'm sorry i didn't realize seuss was hitler blah 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 blah, blah. that's like <laughs> a snowflake to me exactly right I, I i almost put it in there but it, and then i just broke it down i was just like no apples and oranges because of intent and audience like mein kampf you no one picks up mein kampf he also told me he read mein kampf at age six which i call bullshit uh because i was just like mein kampf is a bit above the kids reading age or their reading level, so that's a bit, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, but but yeah, it was just like, 
all I said was I disagree with your comparison of these two things. I agreed with your point that this is kind of dumb to an extent. I see both sides, whatever. And it's just like, no. So even when you agree with someone, if it's not 100%, they fight you on it, and that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no room for nuance. There's elements of the cancel culture debate that I do think like we could use stand to have a little bit more decorum when it comes to like, you know, not assuming the worst of people when they express an opinion that, you know, is either outdated or uh, slightly to the right. Um, but that's never what people argue about uh, from the right when they argue about cancel culture. They are arguing yeah. about just this, Mr. Potato Head. They right. are arguing about, you know, the Dr. Seuss stuff. They're arguing about everything that they can. It's it's just it's it's all about point scoring. Politics has become about point scoring over the last couple of years. And I generally like to talk to people from all like like you, Tim. I enjoy talking to people from all different sides of the spectrum um, because I think that's the healthiest way to go about uh, becoming a better person, becoming a smarter person and learning to defend your your beliefs. That said, if the Mr. Potato Head potato head thing or the Dr. Seuss thing is in your top three things that you're concerned about, I don't want to talk to you. That's 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 my line in the sand. Uh, If this is one of your top three things uh, that you are concerned about today uh, in the year of our Lord 2021, stop it. Grow up and uh, go raise your kids. Like do something else productive with your time. And you know, if you're going to compare those to uh, being a part of uh, being a Jewish person in Nazi Germany, I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) Like I, I had a guy turn around and say that transgenderism is the Nazi party and being Republican is a Jewish person in Nazi Germany. I mean, there's like nine rays. That's wrong. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be more than nine. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. So my reaction to him was, uh, cause he also said I probably ate Tide Pods. So my reaction to him was, uh, A, you insult my intelligence by saying that. And B, you're comparing something that's not, that should never be compared to those two. Uh, everything you say is invalid. I'm done with you. And I just didn't engage him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good stuff. Good topic. Good topic. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Mr. Any takes? Yeah. Anything beyond this? Any, Any takes, takes, guys? We're going to have time for takes. We have, we have plenty right. of time for takes if anybody has one. I don't have one. We don't have one. I think we wrap this one and save because I know there's going to I know for a fact that there is a take about a certain piece of media uh, coming at some point in the next couple episodes. And I think we save that for that. Yeah, that's that's um, going to be it's going to be a while. session yeah. three. We're saving it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Tim's review of Persona 5 Strikers. Exactly. Um, exactly. Tim, if people want to find it. your detailed review of Persona 5 Strikers on Twitter in a long tweet storm, where can they find it? At Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's SOB. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. You follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is, of course, on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. Uh, you can find her work at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. 
Rich, plug away with uh, your other podcast. Uh, check out PodQuest, a nerdy roundtable where we talk about that week's nerd news and not have fun. Um, yeah, this week we're probably going to be talking about Godzilla and season six of uh, Supernatural, and then I don't know what else. <laughs> All right. Really it. Don't uh, to, know what we're talking about. Uh, it's not going to be fun. To, to be honest, I had a bad time this week, and uh, probably three months tops is how long I'm still going to be on that show. Did you pizza when you were supposed to French fry? Uh, no, they got mad at me for making a joke. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll explain off air. Or you can just go listen to the most recent episode. Yeah. Or last week's episode. Rich is that you're going like, black Yoshis drive like this, but white Yoshis drive like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you can throw discs, correct? I do. If you want to see me infrequently post about me f- throwing discs, uh, you can follow me on uh, at OB Disc Golf on YouTube and Twitter and OB underscore Disc Golf on Instagram. And Tim, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about the Person in Person podcast and only the Person in Person podcast because the only other podcast that we that we recommend on this show besides our own. Ah, Person in Person. Greg and Gene, love those guys. They're uh, they're they're great bros. If you if you're kind of one of those people that doesn't really like the news, then this is the the not really a news show for you. Uh, great humor. Wonderful puns, food science, or, or no, food crimes, butt science, uh, Estonian sports. Spanish They're currently on a, a, a couple week hiatus now as they prepare for season two. But uh, I'm looking forward to season two and whatever updates they have for their format. I'm looking forward to it. It's a quality program. Highly recommend. It goes a figure the second I catch up on all my podcasts, they go on hiatus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if you listen to their bonus episode, they, they've got some like hot secrets, like behind the scenes kind of stuff. Hot, so hot definitely tits. recommend. Sexy. All right. Uh, is is the behind the scenes where they reveal that it's really just one person? <laughs> this has been my this has been my wife's conspiracy no. theory for weeks about them. That's one person. And I have to keep right. It's like, it's not. It's simply not. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, nope. Greg and Gene are the same person, but uh, I mean, they're not doing themselves any favors by going by person and person. Um, <laughs> no relation. No. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Yes, no.